1: All right, welcome to this week's episode of The full Line. We're here in the virtual world with Aileen Villalobos, recent graduate of petroleum engineering from University of Texas, Permian Basin. Aylin, how are you doing this beautiful, beautiful day?
2: I'm doing pretty good. How are yourself?
1: Doing well, doing well. We were just talking a little bit beforehand. Matt and I are here in in, in rainy Houston, uh, which is a rare occurrence lately. And uh, where are you joining us from today?
2: I'm here in Millen, Texas, Uh It's not rainy right here. It's pretty hot. It's summer 100 already, so.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Summer in Midland. Can't ever forget about those, right?
2: (laughs) Not really.
1: (laughs) No, it's, you know, it's interesting. I was actually with some customers two weeks ago, and um, one of them had recently moved from Midland, and he was saying that in the summers, it's actually through the evenings and then early mornings. It's not as humid and, and hot as it is here in Houston. Can you attest to that I mean I didn't realize that but is are the evenings and in, in sort of mornings not too bad
2: oh well evenings I'm telling you it's over 100 okay and the last week it was like 114 so
1: okay well I don't know about that okay well you're you're living to tell about it so I'll, I'll have to call him out on that one but maybe he was trying to build a case as to why Midland wasn't uh what well, wasn't as, as, as miserable as what some people think, but uh, anyways, uh, it's it's n- nice to have you on. Um, and, and for all the listeners out there, uh, A-Lin actually sat in on the recording that we did with Montana Farnham uh, with regards to the AADE paper that he helped write uh, along with Matt. And we thought it'd be a good idea to get uh, you know the, the younger generation, someone who's gone through uh, petroleum engineering, who's obviously you know eager and ready to join the oil and gas industry uh, now is definitely an interesting time to try and join. But I think if, if you can survive these times, you can survive any Um, So, so most, you know, I highly respect your ambitions uh, going through the program. And uh, so, you know, cause the last six years have certainly been a roller coaster. And so what, I mean, first and foremost, uh, why petroleum engineering, like tell us a little bit about, you know, the reasons you entered the program, maybe why you picked the school, and, and just a little bit about yourself in
0: general.
2: Well, I always said, why not? Why not Why not joining this awesome industry? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a really big industry. Uh, what really made me show uh, these careers, my dad, Okay he's been in the industry for almost forty years, and I like it. I mean, it's pretty interesting. It's a really big industry. Um, it has up and downs, but it's not gonna be over like <laughs> right. it, it's gonna be it's gonna be there for for a while. so yeah. why not? Why not? Yeah,
1: no, it's interesting because a lot of folks, uh, you know, I didn't have any family, but in oil and gas, but you talk to a lot of people and they say, yeah, I'll never tell my kids to get into oil and gas. So did your dad encourage you or did he steer you away? But because you were, you know, maybe rebelling, uh, you decided to do it anyways. Can you talk a little bit about that? Cause obviously he influenced your decisions, which is pretty cool.
2: cool. Yeah. Honestly, at first I wanted to be a border patrol, oh, okay. but she, she was like, Hey, come on, uh, why not being an engineer? So I, I did my research. I did my part. I was like, yeah. I mean, that's that's a big industry. I like it. Yeah. I, I'm going to give it a try. And, and I love it. Honestly, I love it. Yeah. And I did my research on schools. I was going to go to another school. And I was like, well, UTPV is not a, it's not a big school, but it has a big, uh, great program.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's in the Permian Basin, so why not graduating from that career in the Permian Basin? Like that's like a big, big, big opportunity. Yeah,
0: honestly, well, certainly you know, we've opinion. actually oh, hired. Ahead, oh, sorry, yeah, I was oh, gonna go say we've actually hired several people from UTPB, and and certainly a number of of folks out there are are UTPB alums from the petroleum engineering department, and um they've all done really well. Uh, and so I think it's, it's kind of interesting cause maybe it isn't heard of as well, but you're also right in the heart of one of the largest oil field epicenters in the world. Um, and so I was, I was going through the UTPB website and it's kind of like your classroom is right outside the door of the building almost, you know, you can lecture, but you could also go look at whatever you're trying to learn, which I think a lot of universities don't offer. Um, and so I was just curious, I mean. Were you you able to experience some of that where you could feel really connected to the industry right away? It wasn't just academic and theoretical um, because you're in Midland.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you can you can feel connected and even if you need help, you have it right there. Like it's not like you have to call someone and get connected with the company and get no, you have it right there. If Uh, you need it, you have it.
1: Right. So was there, maybe tell, talk a little bit about that, because that brings a unique element to the school and itself being the location it is. So um, having access to resources, personnel, industry experience, um, you know, even executives at some of the largest oil and gas companies in the world passed their way through, through Midland. And so did you get the opportunity to connect with uh, local companies or or were there any type of sort of, Things like that that you got to experience that that you maybe want to speak about?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we have some programs uh, in school, uh, SPE and AD. They help us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they give us like tours with companies, and honestly, companies here in the Permian Basin they're open to help us. Um, we had the chance to to connect with some companies. To go there, to go on site, they'll show us like everything, uh, how everything works, and what—not really get the experience, but get to see what what's going on in there. Yeah, and that's—I mean—that's that's that's different from other schools, you know.
0: So you've mentioned uh, the AADE, and it's my understanding that uh, you served as the AADE student chapter president for UTPB. Um, and I'm a big AAD fan myself, big supporter, so I was just curious. Uh, tell me more about your experience and, and uh, what, what you've got, gotten out of AADE and what you look forward to continue getting out of AADE.
2: Well, actually, I was AADE president for six months only, but I served as an officer for two years. And I see a d as an opportunity for everyone, not not only students uh but everyone, just uh, big companies, small companies a d is an opportunity for everyone to network to to say hey i'm gonna I'm gonna connect with you, and maybe in the in the future we'll, we're gonna work together you know okay. i I see it like an opportunity it's AB awesome.
1: Yeah, no, they, they are. And, and I mean, that's one of the first organizations that I joined when I entered into, uh, into the United States. And, you know, while they do a lot of interesting events, uh, the opportunity to network and, and even, you know, because networking, especially in our industry, we're such a people's business. And so connecting people um, from all you know, walks of the oil field. I mean, even though it is American Association of Drilling Engineers, I've met some folks from, you know, midstream, I mean, because it's all connected. And, and so I think the networking aspect that they provide, and the platform that they provide from that is extremely valuable. But then not only that, but the, you know, the the conferences, uh, the papers that they put out, it's, uh, you know, it, it's silly for someone to be in the upstream oil and gas industry, and especially on the drilling side of things to, to not join. And so but it, but it all comes back to people like yourself. Um, you know, just taking the initiative to be part of an organization because it is, it's, it's time consuming. Uh, everyone's busy doing their own thing. And, and I mean, Matt, you can attest to it. It's, uh, it, it requires a lot of work, um, but it takes people who are, who are motivated and, and really ambitious to, to try and, you know, help create a better industry through these types of organizations. So, um, Lynn, what, uh, what would you say was, was your favorite part about being part of it? Now you mentioned, you know, connecting with people, but, um, or, or maybe I'll say this for, for people who are maybe considering it, who are going through the engineering program right now, whether any school um, what, what would you tell them to sort of take the step to, to join an organization like AD or and maybe any other organization that you feel is, is it would be good to join?
2: Well, honestly, it's just, good to know people uh my favorite part about, about AD is the the national conference that they do every year the fluids conference mm. but to encourage people to join any of those organizations because they'll they'll get to know people they'll get to go to places and one day they're gonna be like hey I met these people and they gave me the opportunity to work with them. Like it's yeah. really, really important to network.
1: Yeah. yeah. In
2: this industry, if you know people, you, you got something.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's true. It's uh they always say your, your net worth is your network. And so I don't know how true exactly the net worth part of it is. Cause I'm still trying to build mine, but uh, having a good network is, is certainly important. Um, so. What uh, can you talk a little bit about? Maybe some unexpected challenges that you faced while while going through petroleum engineering because it's it's a pretty challenging program from what I understand. Um, what can you talk a little bit about your expectations and then maybe some things that you ran into that you weren't aware of that maybe you could pass on to someone who's considering the program.
2: Damn that's, that that's a that's a good question honestly. Um, I wasn't expecting. That many things. <laughs> really? It's, I thought it was easy. It is not.
0: Okay.
2: Trust me, it is, it's, it's not easy. Um, it's a really, really hard career. But just keep up with it. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, uh, some people, I met some people that when they first took their, like, first two or three classes, For a petroleum engineer, after their basics, they're switched to mechanical. So, Mm. like, well, I know it's hard. Um, Here at UTPV, the professors, they're not easy. Mm. They're, like, they're trying to push everyone to be not just an engineer, but the best engineer out there. Wow. so just keep up with it if, if you fail try it again mm-hmm. and and you'll you'll do it like honestly it's just trying hard and keep up with it yeah that's it
1: no and you mentioned something very important uh was was failing and I think a lot of times people are so afraid to fail that they go back and and they really try to do things that either they're really good at or they just fall back into their comfort zone but Um, failing is learning. And so uh, you're exactly right. I mean, that's a great, you know, great point and and great advice for students out there is, is uh, sometimes the hardest decision is the best decision. And so if you're scared of it, or it's something that kind of intimidates you, just go for it. Cause at the end of the day, um, the amount that you'll learn uh, from that experience is, is super valuable uh, in the future. And so uh, what, for you, what was your favorite class or what was your favorite part of petroleum engineering? I mean, Was it the drilling? Was it reservoir? Geology? Can you speak a little bit about some some things that really piqued your interest? Yes.
2: Well, actually, uh, I think it's important to mention that I was disappointed at first because I went from being an A student to be a C student. Okay. So I, I, I was disappointed, honestly.
1: Hey, that's okay. But
2: one of the professors, he was like, hey, you're smart. And you can do it. And actually my my favorite part was drilling. I took advanced drilling just because I wanted to take that class. Yeah. Uh I love drilling. If if I have if I have the opportunity to go on site and work drilling for my entire life, I'll do it. Wow. Uh for reservoir, one of my professor was like math. Mad at me, he was pissed, actually, because <laughs> I told him, "Hey, I'll never be a reservoir engineer. Like, oh, honestly, no. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like being in the office. Um, I like to be out there in the field. Good for and you. I love drilling, yeah, that's honestly. great. It's like really interesting. Grilling is like I don't know the biggest part." I want
1: to say, yeah, no, the, 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 drilling aspect, I mean, it's interesting. You say you'll never be a reservoir engineer. Cause I don't know any reservoir engineers that became drilling engineers or drilling engineers that became reservoir engineers. They're, they're cut yeah. from different cloth. And so, uh, if you already know that about yourself, then, then good on you. You may be able to avoid the headache <laughs> by <laughs> reservoir modeling and, uh, all the other fun stuff that they do. It's, and obviously it's, it's a certainly, it's a, it's a huge part, uh, You know of exploring and producing hydrocarbons is understanding reservoir but uh yeah i have to say from a bias standpoint uh i would much rather be on the drilling side i did petroleum engineering technology up in canada and uh yeah reservoir engineering for me was certainly challenging and so uh i picked the the drilling side as well but nonetheless they're they're all equally important and without without one you wouldn't have the other and and
0: so It's I a- would just add that the reservoir engineers also have to carry these like huge laptops because their reservoir models require like extra processing power. Okay. And when <laughs> yes. I saw people walking around with those, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I mean, <laughs>
2: I'm going to lie. I'm a, a technology person. I know how to use all those programs. I know how to do the models, but I'd rather not do it, honestly. And I've been considering. Uh, well, it was hard after graduation to to get a job and all that. And I've been considering getting a master's in drill, drilling engineering.
1: Wow, good for you! That would be uh, that would be certainly an interesting program. I didn't know I didn't even know that they offered masters in drilling. So that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. I've been doing some research and and i found it and i said why not
1: yeah hey that's good for you uh i mean especially right now i mean uh there's certainly you know our industry is going through you know some interesting times but uh the more education and the more skill set that you know folks like you have you have um you know because you are the next generation uh, amongst you and your peers and, and and people around your age and so the more skill set and the education and experience that you guys get is only going to help catapult our industry and and get it to where we need it to be. Um, And so that kind of leads me to my next question, Aileen, is, you know, amongst your friends, I mean, obviously in Midland, it's an oil field town, um, but what's the sort of mindset with regards to you and your peers and, and folks that you associate with around your age? I mean, what's the perception of oil and gas? Are people still really interested in oil and gas or do you see that kind of changing? Can you can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Well, let me be honest with you. I've been talking to some people. Uh, we recently graduated from UTPB. Uh, I don't know anyone that graduated in May that already ha- has a job. Mm. Um, not even the ones that finished in December. And it's kind of sad because some some of the people that is like one or two semesters from finishing that career, they're trying to switch. Mm. Uh, we're just trying to get jobs. Um, I'm not trying to get a job like being an engineer and being, being the boss. Not really. Mm. Uh, we're trying to start from the bottom. Right. If... I, I told one of my friends, hey, if we have to be pumpers for a while, we have to do it because we have to start from the bottom. Yep.
1: Yeah,
2: mean, I've, even, I've though been... it, even, even though we have a degree, we have to get the experience. That's really, really, really important. And, really, and we have to learn how to listen. How to mm. listen to others that have that experience.
0: Well, I, I must say your wise beyond on your years. I was about to say the exact same thing, you know, I I think there's, everybody's always kind of, you know, what's next in my career. And, and I think times like these sort of force you to slow down and say, you know, what can I learn in the spot that I'm at? And I think especially early on, you can never have too much field experience. You know, even if you move to the office or you become the boss someday, the more you can do that ultimately make you relevant, your job, help you think more practically, um, you know the, the fact is, when you have an engineering degree, a lot of times you don't have time for all of that. You you move into a position and you're asked to do a bunch of things, um, and you may not have as much time doing some of the little things and and understanding what it takes to do those things. So um, there are a lot of very successful people that I think the reason they thrive so much is that is they started small, learned those details, and then uh, they were really good at managing people and concepts because they'd done it all. Um, so I, I think you've got so a very wise approach um, and very practical given our circumstances. I mean, you know, I, I've, I'm disappointed to hear, hear that your friends are having trouble finding jobs, but I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, it's just been, I have so many friends who've lost jobs, uh, you know, looking for a while. Um, and uh, you know, it's, Justin and I have talked on this podcast before just how how tough it's been to see and, and, you know, what do we do other than put our head down and and figure out how to move forward. So it sounds like you've definitely got the right mindset. And as you know, my, my boss, our our boss says, you know, the the oil field's full of survivors. Uh, You know, we, there've been plenty of downturns and plenty of uncertainty in this industry. Sorry about that. Uh, There, there've been enough downturns and, and, you know, chaos in our industry that we never really know what's going to happen next. But those of us that stick around, you know, make a living off of it.
1: Uh Oh, Hey, that's okay. Look, Matt's working. He's a busy man. This is as real as it gets. So a, uh, so I had a question for you, a Lynn, um, for, uh, you know, what can folks like Matt and I and, and people that, you know, have been in the industry for a long time or even companies aside from the obvious, like it could be easy to say, Hey, you know, we just want people to hire us, but, but what could we do? uh to just help the younger generation um you know amongst their careers or being more readily available can can you speak a little bit about how folks like us can can help from that perspective
2: well i can't i cannot really talk for others but if like just any opportunity that you guys can open for us that's that's awesome if if it's if not a, an opportunity, if it's not a job, at least, just if we can learn something, just mm-hmm. learn something Yeah, from you, that, that, that's great. We're trying to, to learn, to grow, to get that experience.
1: Right. No, that's exactly right. And, and that's, you know, I've even said it to a lot of students that have reached out on LinkedIn and said, hey, I'm a recent graduate. You know, do you have any opportunities? And my biggest advice for people is like, just like reach out to people on LinkedIn Say, Hey, I'm a recent graduate. I'm not looking for you to hire me, but I would love the opportunity to either help you or if, if I can, you know, do anything for free. I mean, it sounds silly and obviously working for free doesn't pay the bills, but if you can get experience that kind of helps build your reputation and builds your resume. if, If someone came to me and said, Hey, I don't have a job. It doesn't look like I'll be getting one anytime soon, but I'm willing to work for free until something comes up. Um, just let me know. And, and who knows, like you may, you may help someone out for a couple of weeks or something. And then all of a sudden the opportunity comes up and they say, Hey, I've been you know working and talking with, with, you know, so-and-so. And I think they'd be a good candidate. You know, don't, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and, and just offer up your free time because, that might ultimately be the difference between you and someone else actually getting a job in
2: the future. Yeah. Like I said, if you can at least learn something, that's, that's good enough. Honestly, yep. that's good enough for us. Uh, we're just trying to, because having that degree doesn't mean anything. If you right. don't have the experience, it doesn't really mean anything. You You mm-hmm. gotta get that experience, honestly especially in this industry. If you don't have that experience, you don't have anything.
1: Right. No, that's exactly right. Well, Aylan, I certainly appreciate it. And, and Matt ended up, unfortunately, having to leave. He had something urgent he had to take care of. But uh, those are all the questions I had. Is there anything that you would like to relay to our audience or to anyone out there in the energy industry uh, from someone young and ambitious like yourself? Now's your chance to you know, make requests, put plugs on, or, you know, put a plug in for whoever it is, A, D, E, obviously we've talked about, but the, the, the stage is yours, so please talk, and if there's anything you'd like to mention for anyone, now's your chance. Well,
2: uh, just tell them that this, this situation that's going on right now is, is not going to last forever. Just keep trying, keep mm-hmm. your head up, um, and just keep trying. I mean, you're you're going to get there. You're going to get there one day mm-hmm. and try to get that experience trying to learn as much as you can.
1: Yeah. No, and one day
2: sweet. you're going to be a great engineer.
1: Hey, that's great advice, A-Lynn. Um, For all the students out there, for maybe someone uh, that wants to reach out and maybe ask questions about the school or AEDE or anything, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Um, and, and if you don't want people reaching out, I respect that as well. But again, <laughs> we're an industry of networking. so. I think it only makes sense to offer up, uh, you know, your availability to to help somebody if they need it.
2: Uh, absolutely, they they can ask ask me any questions to, on my email. Okay, That's a a y l i n three zero zero five at outlook or just go to the Facebook page for AD. It's AD at utpb. I'm gonna answer any messages in there okay. as well. So.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for doing that. And, uh, yeah, for anyone out there that has any questions, feel free to reach out to a Lynn and for all the listeners out there that have continued to listen throughout the weeks and especially, you know, through quarantine and all the crazy we've been through, we really appreciate the support. Um, if you could please support the show by leaving a quick review. Uh, also if you have a great story or any comments, please hop on LinkedIn and share it in the, any comments, uh, or you know even reach out to matt or i um on messenger and we'd be happy to connect with you and and chat about either drilling fluids or just the industry in general or uh you can always hit us up at the flowline podcast at aesfluids.com. Uh and again matt uh, he, matt did text me said to say thank you so much for all your time and best of luck and if there's anything we can do for you a lynn uh, you know where to find us so with that being said everybody take care thanks for now
0: Thanks for listening. Please tune in next week for another exciting episode of The Flow Line. And remember, may your returns always be full and your trips always smooth. Views expressed in this program belong to participants and not their employees. The program is for informational purposes only and cannot take the place of seeking professional advice. Copyright AES Drilling
2: Fluids.